Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. You're listening to the A to Z English podcast. Welcome to an A to Z English quick chat. We're going to surprise each other with a topic for the day and just see where the conversation goes. Check our site with a study guide for vocabulary notes, discussion questions, and remember, we've got links to a WhatsApp, Facebook page, and all of our other social media where you can check in the conversation. So, Jack, we've been talking with a lot of our, our listeners in our WhatsApp group, actually, and something I've found interesting is that there's a lot of young people in there. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and we are old <laughs> compared to some of them. And it, it, I, I kind of think it would be interesting to talk about technology because even one thing in our, our WhatsApp group, so many of our listeners are doing voice memos in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not used to that, yeah. right? Like I do text, like I like typing and that voice message is weird. And it, it feels like that's where tech is going. And so tech has changed so much in our lives. I mean, when, when we were kids, we had no internet. I, right. I didn't have the internet, um, even actually my whole, uh, school career, you know, elementary, really? when, middle and, and high school. Cool. So when, when did you get, when did you get your first computer in your house, a home computer? Um, oh, I never had a computer. In, when you were growing up, you never no, had a home computer. I never really? had a home computer. No, I had a, a word processor. So imagine okay. if you have a computer, but you take away yep. everything fun and interesting about it and just leave the right. you know, whatever's left over, the, the unfun part. 
the uh, you know typing in papers and printing papers and think documents. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I, I had was a word processor. That was it. Yeah, it's basically a typewriter with with a little bit of editing that you can do. And yeah. just for everyone listening, just so you know, Jack and I are both oldies, but Jack has me. He's older than me by uh, five years, so not a yep. huge difference. But when it comes to technology, we were both born right when you know home computers and internet and things were we're starting to move around the world. And so we're, even though we're only a few years apart, there's a, a significant difference because mm-hmm. for me, Jack, we had a, we had a personal computer in my house when I was in, I'm pretty sure we had one in elementary school when I was, when I was in elementary school mm-hmm. and it was a very, very simple computer. It had like no windows. It was a DOS system so you know there was no graphical interface which most of our listeners probably can't imagine like if you wanted to play yeah. a game or if you wanted to to open the word processor you would have to type you'd, you'd just come you'd open it up and it would just be a black screen with the letter c colon forward slash and you would just type text and you would just go like you'd say like go to word processor folder open word processor you know in different text but basically that yeah. you'd have to type the you have the to type in the commands basically want. right exactly yeah yeah so we had that when I was in elementary school. And then I do remember connecting not to the internet, but I remember connecting to a BBC. It was a, it was a bulletin board something, not the BBC from England. Oh, okay. A different BBC. I was thinking that and BBC, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a different BBC. It was just basically a bulletin board. And it was, I don't even remember exactly how they worked. You would dial in with your modem. And so you'd use the phone line and dial in and you'd connect to someone's server where then sometimes they had games, sometimes they just had chat rooms where you could talk to your friends and mm-hmm. like very, very simple stuff. But I remember doing that in in elementary school. Oh, I, I did that in elementary school with my uh, on my friend's computer. So okay. my friend had a computer and, and he was talking about using expressions like the internet or uh <laughs> and i didn't i didn't understand any of it i didn't know what What's that was internet? yeah right and so he we were able to uh like you said go to some uh, someone's private server i suppose and right. they would share Something. some kind of game and it was always just like a very simple kind of like oh, yeah. uh, not even not even super mario level you know graphics. oh no just uh, oh no it was a couple squares actually kinda, you know Speaking of that, did you have, did you ever have any video game systems when you? Yeah, were we we were. I was a hardcore video game guy. Like I loved <laughs> nice. the original Nintendo. So I, okay. I started with the. Uh, I, I can go. I can go back really far here for our our listeners because I I was there at the very beginning. I bought Pong at a garage sale <gasps> when I was in elementary <laughs> nice. school, and I brought like it home and sale. connected cool. it to my my television. And Pong is basically two. It's like tennis or or ping pong. And yeah. you move the cursor up and down, and it knocks the ball back and forth. That was ba- that was like the first video game. Like, it really like, was the first video game. And I mean, if you bought it from a garage sale, like you bought it you know, obviously used, of course, because I think that yep. came out in the seventies at some yeah. point originally. Yep, it was sitting in somebody's oh. garage uh, for a long time, and I and I just bought it for like a dollar or two dollars and and brought it home. <laughs> nice. And we had that oh. for a little while, but it got it got boring quickly. And then uh, my it. parents bought me an Atari, which oh, okay. was very popular in the 80s yeah. as well. Um, I think Nintendo and Atari had kind of a, a battle and Nintendo obviously won. But uh, yep. yeah, it was uh, 
you know, it was one of those things where we didn't know at the time which one would be the, mm. uh, you know, the, the winner. So the Atari, I had like Pac-Man and all, and it was, it was a fun, nice. it was very fun. I had, they had great games. So, yeah, I, I never had an Atari. My brother and I, we did buy the first Nintendo, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And we bought that, not when it was, because again, we're a couple years younger. So we bought that like a couple years after it was first released. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a brand new product, but it was still the video game system. And yep. we had that with the original Mario and Duck Hunt, of course. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, so we had those those original nintendo systems as well so i mean that's a computer that's the original tech now i mean computer yeah. systems and video games today are obviously so much different yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with if your parents are into you know uh computers and stuff like that so when you're young mm. if you're you know in my generation because i'm old in the 1980s some people did have computers but it just wasn't right. very common none, none of my friends you know other than my my one friend who did have a computer but but even when we played games, it wasn't computer games. We would play Nintendo or Atari. Right. So yeah, it was, they were separate. They weren't. It wasn't a gaming games. system. It was a video yeah, game. Video always games. not a computer game. It was a video right. game. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that's a good point about if your parents were connected to it. I think although my mom and dad weren't super techie necessarily, they, my mom at least had a connection with it because my grandfather way back in the day he was one of the first binary programmers for eastman oh. codex so like my mom has stories of him bringing back you know like a book of ones and zeros and ones and zeros and ones and zeros and finding the problem in the code of the ones and zeros code wow so yeah. so at least my mom like understood you know tech is a thing and computers are a thing and this will be the future and and we need to go from there yeah yeah um, that, I mean, that, that is really interesting because I, you know, as time went by, um, my friend, some of my friends started to get computers when I was getting into like high school and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but my, my family just wasn't, we, we, we were not computer people. And so I was right. very much like kind of afraid of computers. They were too, <laughs> they were just mysterious to me and I did, I didn't know mm -hmm. how to operate them. And so I would write my papers either, uh, by hand. So I would just write my essays, you know, handwritten, or right. I would uh, type it on a word processor or a typewriter. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah, I got and I took uh, even in high school, I took two or three typewriting classes. So <laughs> like how to type, basically, you mean? Yeah, how to type. So okay. basically just a big room full of typewriters and we would just type documents, just copy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at it and then type it. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I kind of uh, proudly can say. I got up into, I think I was 75 words a minute, something like that. That's pretty good. Actually, yeah. that's that's quite fast. I type, I, I think I type around that speed now, actually, after years of practice, you know, yeah. like that's a pretty good speed. I learned, <laughs> that's funny to compare though. I, I learned typing from a program called Mario Teaches Typing. <laughs> and speaking of Mario, because of course, you know, I was yeah. a Mario fan. And so I had like, you know, on one of my early computers, we had a program that was Mario Teaches Typing. And it was like the original Mario game, right? Where Mario is, is running from the left to the right side of the screen. But for each Goomba or each bad person or each, you know, block that you have to jump or whatever, it starts with a letter. Yeah. You know, so it's like you have to hit D, S, A, whatever, and you're jumping over, you jump on them. And then it starts to get more complicated and faster. It becomes a word 
or a sentence or and it's faster and faster and otherwise mario dies if you if you don't get it so yeah. i learned typing not from just yeah copying text but from like a game basically i, I gamified typing yeah i'm kind of curious uh, to our listeners out there um how how did you learn to type like what you know do mm. they teach you know for the younger generation i imagine that computers are in schools everywhere so if you you know go to school now you're you have access to a computer my my daughter was uh using a computer from the time she was you know uh five years old so mm. she can you know scroll on a screen and she can do all kinds of uh you know, computer, uh, you know, things on a computer that I could never do even as an adult. Um, now I've learned to do it because I had right. to, but it was, it's just interesting to compare my childhood to my daughter's childhood. So along really with typing, I'd be curious how it depends on the age of our listeners as well. Like what kind of phone they first had when they had a cell phone. Cause remember like you and I, we never had a cell phone until we were quite, quite later. I had my first mm -hmm. cell phone here in Korea you know, in, in 2007, 2008. And I remember in the, remember the original cell phones, they actually had like a keyboard, right? Like actual physical buttons, yep. you know, the, the, the phones today, it's just all on the screen. But I remember teaching at a academy and one of my young students, she was probably like your daughter's age, like 13, 14, something yeah. like that. And because there were physical buttons, it's like a keyboard. You can feel where your thumbs are on it. Uh, I remember I was teaching her something and I saw her hands under the table just just going away and she was able to type very fast without looking at her phone keyboard as yeah. well and like I asked her I was like your phone really quick I, did, I wasn't angry I was just like hold on and I looked at it and she had typed like a full sentence a full paragraph not looking at this little nine button keyboard down yeah. under her her desk using the the QWERTY impressive. uh is it called QWERTY is that what the old no, uh, text message QWERTY no, QWERTY is the keyboard that you use right now. Oh, okay. Because look at your keyboard, Jack. The top, yeah. bottom, the, the keyboard is Q W E R T Y. Oh, okay. I thought QWERTY was where you press the three three times and it you get. Uh, it's like <laughs> no, a special. Yeah. You know. QWERTY is your keyboard because if if you look at the, the keyboard, I just it noticed says, that it's a, yeah. It I never put that together before today. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not sure what yeah. what though. I don't know the name of that three like you know where where the the button has A B C. And then yes. D E F, and yeah, you have to like go through all of those. Um, I don't know the name of that offhand, but yeah, it, it she was using that system, and, and it was just crazy quick and yeah. very impressive. But Jack, I mean, this is this technology topic. I think we could carry this. We could talk about this for days because we haven't even gotten away from our like elementary school, I let know. alone when we were in high school, or let alone when we actually had the real internet and and things like that. I think we'll have to uh, part two this one or maybe uh, turn this into a, a multiple uh, episode yeah, conversation. This is, yeah, this is definitely going to be a part two, part three, part four, because I mean, tech is is such an interesting part of our lives. And you and I have seen it from where there really wasn't any tech or very little, at least to now most of our listeners just are you know, have always had tech, like always yeah. in their lives. And the way that like games and things are all combined now with your computers Everything. and so, and your smartphones. So I think uh, we, we covered video games. We'll talk about uh, some other uh, examples of tech. Uh, yeah, we'll later. have to get back to yeah. the early internet. I mean, just one last thing, because the interesting thing about the internet is I remember going online, right? Right now you're just always online. You're always on the internet. There is no not internet. 
But yeah. when when we were younger, it was like, I'm going to use the internet and you would have to go and log into it and turn it on. And and <laughs> now even that is different. Like internet is just everywhere. It's, yeah. it's ubiquitous. And I don't know how, but, I, yeah, how well, I lived without it for, so, you know, as long as I did. And that's, and that's what we can talk about because there's so many things that like our phones do today for us that we somehow did without many years ago. And it's yep. interesting to compare because yeah. I remember doing without it, but I don't know how <laughs> in retrospect. Well, I, exactly. Yeah. But let's totally let's come back to this later because we've got to get we've got some listener mail, of course, and we, we do have some listener mail. Yeah, yeah. So you go ahead and and get to that. Who have we heard from this week? So today I'm going to read listener mail from uh, one of our listeners named Salome, and uh, Salome writes in uh, regards to the episode of uh, what are your favorite things? What are your favorite things? And so for her, um, she said. Uh, in the past few years, my favorite things were reading PDF books from uh, the from her computer and cell phone. So that's that kind of mm, goes along yep. with our episode. Today. Reading books on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Reading books on your phone, reading books on your computer. She enjoys surfing the web, uh, right. playing computer games and drinking coffee. So I think surfing the net, you know, surfing the Internet and drinking coffee has to be one of the, the most fun things you can do. They go together very well. Coffee and the internet. Nice. And that was episode 10, right? What are your favorite things? Yes, that's right. For now, let's go ahead and wrap up. So for everybody, thanks for listening. Remember, go join our WhatsApp group. It's linked on the webpage. You can join in the discussion as well. Tell us what you think, ask questions, reply to the discussion, or if you have any topics, anything that you want us to talk about, anything from from there, we'll we'll go from there. So everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.